0: What's going on, y'all? File leader, we are here. Time to get on some listen. This is gonna be exclusive early. We're gonna do a lot of talking on File Leader Radio. I am here to talk about a lot. It's Villanova time right now. Okay, we got some Villanova talk to get into. All right, let's get right into this time. I'm gonna separate a lot of segments. Some people want to hear Villanova, some people want to hear Penn State, and then I'm gonna separate another <laughs> segment. So we talk about all Philly sports. We get live and direct into some things. Now, let's get quick, 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 quick into what I call the Villanova praise, man. Got to praise Villanova and where they are at right now. It is totally crazy to see what I told people about, just how competitive this team can be, how good this team can be, how important this team can be, how ready this team can be. I don't really think – I mean, they're not going to be a team – to win this, the, the championship is what you say, but you can never count out Jay Right, But I don't think he won it this year, but he will make a good run at it. Um, Speaking of such a good unit and, and what they bring, we can describe a lot about Villanova, and we will get on Villanova football. Okay, we got a lot of things to get on right now, but we're going to take, A smooth, smooth break before we come back right after this. What's going on, y'all? We are back here on Foul Leader Podcast, Villanova Radio, and we want to talk more and more about what Villanova has to offer. This game against Xavier, this game today against Butler is big. We know it. We all see it. The two big matchups, I said Colin Gillespie against Creighton, Colin Gillespie against Mark, Marcus Zagorowski, Uh, two good players, two guys who are fighters, complete point guards. But complete guards, great guards that can do a lot of things with the ball, both shoot well. And as you can see, looking at both their games, they impacted and did very well. And it really determined where each team's going. This time, looking at Jordan Tucker and Jermaine Samuels. Both guys were recruited in 2017. Jay Wright was recruiting Jordan Tucker also. So and he was recruiting them for a long time. But Tucker ended up going to Duke. It was Syracuse, Duke, uh, Villanova, big battle. Now, as you can see, he's transferred from Duke. And went to Butler, where he's going to get the ball more. He's going to be focused on more. He had 24 points last game. Big. Jermaine Samuels is is five-star to me in that class. There's nothing you can really say to me about it. Jermaine Samuels, when he gets the ball, when you let him produce, he produces. And I really believe, like, Jermaine Samuels is that guy. He's a guy that can become a very good player in the system, and Jay Wright will make him even better. He's become a better defender. He's going to be a better shooter. He's going to really evolve. He's going to be starting small forward next year. It's no doubt in my mind. I think he's progressing more than Bay has. As good as Bay is, but Samuels has become a better defender, which has got, got got him more minutes. All right. Now, if we go back to the the game against Xavier, okay. We want to talk about the game against Xavier, and I think it's important because another thing happened. Yes, another thing. The one thing that happened that didn't shock me, was Phil Booth again. He's starting to be that guy, you know, like Brunson was, like Josh Hart was, that main guy. When you go to him, he's always going to produce. They're 5-0 right now in the Big East. They are the top dogs in the Big East Conference. Through all I eminent mean, any speculations of what you're saying about Villanova and who they are and what they can do, this team is going to climb up, and they could be a top 10. I'm not going to give them that. They got to earn it. Because it's such a young team, anything can happen. Um, 18 points a game by Phil Booth. He's having a phenomenal year. Okay. Phil Booth is shooting 41% from three. He's shooting 46% from the field. He's um 75% from the free throw line. He is being a player. 3.86, 3.7 rebounds. The same player, four-star recruit that they recruited. He is that. He is everything that Jay Wright thought he was going to be. And he's been like that for this university. Now to see him putting his – Full talent to use is really big to me. It's just a great story and what he's did when he's given the opportunity. Uh, More minutes, as you can see, more minutes, more productivity. You look at the championship year, you only average seven points a game. Um, But in that championship game, he had 20. You just got to look at how good this guy is and what he can do. And I'm just so proud to see what Phil Booth does. other guys like Eric Pascal. Eric Pascal is starting to – evolve more. Um, he, of course, me looking at monster this and that, looking for 25, whatever. He has the talent, but he's having 16 in the game. Uh, it's a career high. Okay, how about that? He's shooting uh, 45% from the field. He's shooting a career high 37% from the three-point line. He's shooting 79% from the free throw line. He has a career high six rebounds a game. assists. Um, He's just doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what he's supposed to do. 16.6 points a game, six rebounds, um, two assists. You got to look at this guy. as a guy that can play so much and things he can do. 6'8", 255, can jump out the sky, can shoot. There's a lot of things there are to like about Eric Pascal. Looking back at that game, uh, points, rebounds. Looking for Cosby Roundtree. 14 minutes, 11 points. Really added a big, we need him to be an inside guy. It can't be just the seniors and then you, you skip around and there goes Cremo and there goes, no, we need an inside presence. Nova always has it. We need it. Okay. Tyler um, Gillespie, 18 points. 18. Eighteen points, ripping open the door. Like, I want to see Slater get more. Uh, of course, Quinley and Slater was able to, you know. But I think Slater, with Swatter out, is going to get more minutes, and rightfully so. Put Bay at the power forward position right now. That's what it looks like. Like uh, Pascal played the five, which is what it is. At six eight two fifty five, he's playing the five. Samuels and Bay. Bay will play the four, and Samuels played the three. That's, that's what it look like is going on. And if this team continues, if we're looking at the Butler game, let's fast forward. We need to look at the Butler game, okay? Looking at specifically where Butler is at this point as a team. It's going to be a game to look at because they're looking to get their respect. All right, 12 and 7. They beat St. John's last game. Kamar Baldwin's balling, having a big time year. So we gotta look at where Butler sits at. You know, Kamar Baldwin is a is a guard. He, he's one of those guys, him and Booth, or him and Gillespie, whichever one looks, looks like Gillespie or, or Booth, whoever is he's gonna be on. 17 and a half, he's a junior. Three point nine assists, five point seven rebounds, forty four percent from the field, only twenty nine percent from three. So he's not that dangerous. He'll shoot him, but he's not that dangerous at that. So um, Paul Jurgensen, Sean McDermott, and Jordan Tucker is already in ten games. Um, fourth on the team in scoring. Like I said, I mean Tucker's gonna do what he do. Shooting 45% from three, but 38% from the field. You know, Aaron Thompson, guys like that, you know. Guys that's playing and just, um, it's going to be really something to see what this team does. You got 40% from the field from Paul Jorgensen. Sean McDermott hit 43% from, I'm, excuse me, from three-point line. You got three guys, um, four guys. Excuse me, J- Joey Bronk is another guy who well, has a mental three-pointer, but he ain't really shot many. But um, this team can hit three-pointers, along with Aaron Thompson hitting 41% from the field. You have to watch these guys. You know, you can't slip on anybody in the Big East and Butler's trying to assemble their guys with Kamar Baldwin and Jordan Tucker and McDermott. And Jerickson. that that's their four guys. They're all averaging double figures right now. So there's a lot to look at. And and I'm thinking just Jordan Tucker and, you know, I think Jordan Tucker and Samuels are two guys to watch. Let's look back at that Butler-St. John's game. St. John's has lost a couple ever since starting out. Like, you know, it was real hot. And then they're starting to run. That's why I say it's so hard to be undefeated. And it's such a big thing for them to be undefeated in the Big East because it's so hard to stay that good. It really is. It's so competitive. It's one big kennel, a bunch of dogs. You know, Pines had 20 that game against Butler. Of course, he's always, you know, hit around 20 points. But let's look at 30 points from Baldwin, man. I mean, this guy eight rebounds. He's going to be a guy. He's going to be digging to score. Um, McDermott hit a trade. Jordan Tucker at 32 minutes, 6 of 11 from the three-point line. He had 24 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. You got to watch out for him. He's going to be out there. J- Jorgensen, he was 2 for 4 from 3, 9 points. You just got to watch these guys. It was 80 to 71. So that's, that's the one thing there we got to see. Villanova has to keep that defense. That defense is so key, and we need Cosby Roundtree. If this is the the the, the team that I'm looking at, um the one guy starting um who do they have at four? They might throw that same lineup with Pascal at center. I mean, I'm serious. Look for that same lineup with Pascal. 6'11, 230, Joey Bronk. He comes in averaging 8.8 points, 4.6 rebounds. We need Cosby Roundtree to be on him and be head up. But they might not do it. You might see Eric Pascal. Villanova don't have bigs right now. So Pascal could easily be playing center a lot this year. I mean, even though he's 6'8", nobody's as athletic as he, and he can guard a 6'11 guy. So you could see Samuels and Bay in there easily. Easily. I mean... Roundtree is no bigger than Pascal, so that could be the winning lineup right now. That could be the winning lineup. Then you got Roundtree backing up. Now you have depth. You have Roundtree backing up. Uh, Slater's going to be there. You got Quinterly. You got Cremo. Now you got some backup funk now. It just really spaces out the team now. It makes it look totally different. It gives you depth. It even gives Slater a chance to, to back up as small forward, even when Swatter comes back. It gives them a chance to have depth now when you got Pascal at the five position. And then you can switch up. Then you can switch, and you can have lineups of Pascal and Roundtree still. But the start lineup starts with the two, two athletic guys, Sadiq Bay and Samuels, on the floor with Pascal. So a real athletic front court. Very, very, very underrated. All right. When we come back, we are gonna come back, and we are gonna talk more about this Villanova football. Listen, it's big right now. Villanova football is on. When we come back for our later, Villanova radio. Let's go. Talking some Villanova sports, man. Villanova sports. Villanova sports is big. We all know. anyway, shout out to my guy John Ross team, man. He always knows how to. He always knows how to shout out Villanova. You guys are greatest. Alright, I'm on Villanova football. And this is a special for the football because, it's like, when you're looking at it. I was just talking about Villanova basketball, right? And this is kind of like before I before I snap on Villanova football. I love Villanova. This has been real good things going on. I'm real excited about it. New coaching changes is coming. We all know this, okay? Uh, Sam, uh, shout out to Sam Venuto. Um, so many years, over 20 years, offensive coordinator is leaving. Joe Trainer's leaving, okay run over needs that it need new coaching changes. Um, I guess a lot of people have thought that. So maybe this is a refreshment for fans. You know, those guys are put in serious work. So shout out to them and um them and their families. Um, guys like Coach Pagan and Penny Packer and uh, Coach Ola Adams, they're all doing a real good job, man. So it's gonna be real something real good to see those guys now. I want to talk about 2019 class again. I always run into it. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Justin Moore, Eric Dixon, Brian Antoine. They are killing this shit. I mean, what more can you say about their class? That class is dynamic. I mean, they are dynamic, man. I mean, them guys, every game, they are just special. I think mean, all those guys are I, I think that they've been Dixon and Moore have been cheated at start, man. I mean, them my guys out there. Come on. Come on. crazy dog crazy i like the 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 best season out of all four of them one guy you know i respect evan man you know he do his thing um one of the best out here in recruiting analysts. he says he thinks jeremiah Robinson, out of all of them will be the guy i think it's antoine always will be because but if somebody said justin moore or somebody said eric dixon you couldn't be listen these guys are just just impactful. They're going to come in. This team, that's why I say it's going to be Villanova, Arizona. they my two teams coming into 2019 when they start their thing in 2019, 2020 uh, year. When that starts, you're going to see so much from those two teams. I don't think it's going to really be. Those are the two teams we have to watch out for. Because if you look at the Kentucky and Duke class coming in now, this is the last hurrah. I mean, I don't see anything so dynamic that separates Kentucky. It used to be like that. But things are changing. Louisville's another team you got to watch out for. Okay, Louisville's another team. If, if sanctions don't stop them from appearing in tournaments, you know we'll, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to speak too soon because I remember what was going on. But um, if they don't have anything there, uh, Arizona's the same thing. So to me, those are the three teams to watch out for. They have some serious ballers on these teams, man. Serious ballers. Oregon, I mean, serious guys are coming in ready to collect. Memphis, ready to co- – next year it's going to be some dogs. And Villanova's one of them. And I say Quinnelly, Antoine, Samuels, Robinson Earl, and um, I say Dada. I say it's Dada. But just because it was a degraded this year, don't think that Eric Dixon can't take that five spot. Dada got coming in and prove it. I mean, Dixon can do so much more than Dada, like hitting treat th- balls. I mean, he can he can he can score. He's bigger. It's gonna be something to see these guys get down. Um, Kyle Gillespie. He's still gonna get started big-time minutes. Jay Wright loves having a bench player that can have starter. Man, I think he loves having six starters this year. I see Robinson, I see Bay, I see Samuels, I see uh, Dada, I see Gillespie, I see Booth, I see Cremo. That's six starters. It's always a guy on the bench who's just, who's just as important as the other five starters, and and that is it this year. Next year it could be the same thing. Gillespie's going to be the number one guy off the bench. He's going to get plenty of time to do the same numbers he did this year, maybe a little bit less because just like Dante Dante DiVincenzo. With more weapons, the ball gets spread, and it's it's balanced between two people. And that's going to be the thing. Who are the two people? Who are going to be the one-two? I mean, that's for the first time in history, just like this year, you're looking at, It's a toss-up on who's going to lead. It's going to be Gillespie. Is Gillespie going to start over Quinley? Is Quinley going to come off the bench? Like, a lot of things are going to have to be determined. Seriously, I really think it's Quinley because I can see he's ready and Jay rice sees. But what if Quinley don't start and it's Gillespie and Antoine? You know, it's a different team, still explosive, but different team. But, Quinley is such a good dribbler. You need that good ball handler dribbler. Let Gillespie and Antoine be killers. Quinley is a point guard. He, I mean, you can see the way he proves it when he dribbles. I, I just think I feel like this one the stop, stop with the 2019 class. Now, in football, Jack Stanton, a defensive end, 2019, also played tight end. Uh, Coach Pagan offered him, so I, I suspect he's looking for him in tight end position. i get more information on him. But as a defensive player, he's a monster. And at 6'4, he's a talent at tight end. This is something to look at. Something really to look at. Uh, Marvin Pearson is another guy looking at tight end. Tyler DeVera is a guy. He's getting offers from too many guys. Like Louisville gave him an offer. I don't think he's committing. Talk to his dad. It just seemed like they're leaning toward that direction. Um, Wyatt Hummel commits offensive tackle. Three star, man. Three star. I mean, unbelievable. To um, look at this team and, and, and look right now where they're at and what type of team they are. If we're looking at Wyatt Humble and what he's done, he's two ready to two star by 247. All right, um, borderline three star. Offensive tackle, 6'6", 295. That's a big guy to get from Dallas, Texas. Guy's a big, big guy. Jesuit High School. And it's really good to get him there. Get him there with Jaden Rowling and get him there with uh, Billy Hambrook. Just a a big get for this this squad. A big get. Wyatt Hummel has so much of of, of a great skill set for this team. They're building big. We're talking about last year, we're talking about Matt Mazza, Nicholas Torres, okay, um, James Petrovic. So three guys they got. This year is Jaden Rowling, Wyatt Humble, and Billy Hambro. They're building, you know, an enormous fashion to their line and good prospects. They're going after those big guys. So now it really, really, really turns big for this team as Villanova has it's starting to really wind out a pretty good class. After getting TV, as a running back, you get a lime in the block form. Like they're really putting together a very, very good class. And I'm really interested. This is like Penn state did with their class. I mean, you didn't think too much was going to be, but now look what they're doing. All right. Um, I wanted to talk more. I want to talk more about um, a couple of good players on this team um, that could still come up here. Now, I wouldn't say the Trail Palmer, he's already in James Madison. Um, no- Noelli Miller to Delaware. They got Dylan Darian, who was at Penn State, who was a good receiver. He was at Temple first. And then went to Penn State. Now he didn't get time over there. And now he goes over to Delaware where he's going to get all the time. This guy's going to be a a big time player at Delaware. He's going to be a guy to watch out for. And he'll be going against Villanova. So it's going to be something big to see. Now, I want to also talk about Josh Slay and um, Darian Wiley. They are two top picks, two high targets, super high targets. For Villanova. Both of them went to Douglas County. They're best friends. Talked to him, And he's a, these are some. So Darian Wiley can be a receiver. They also. Um, Ray Juwan Pringle is a wide receiver cornerback in high school. He could be a wide receiver also. He's an explosive guy to look at. So he got an offer from Villanova today. Darian Wiley's another. He, he's 6'3", 200. Let's see if they get him next to. Jaquan Allen, that's serious. That's serious. That is a big target, a top target, the top target for Villanova is Darian Wiley, and the next guy is Josh Slay. It's just, it's, it's a big thing to look at, when looking at these guys and to see what they can come come up with. When I looked at um, I was I was recently, I right, I was recently. Um, talking about what could happen, what could happen with this team? How could Villanova projecting starters now? Coming at the offensive tip, I'm gonna go with Kwadir Ismail at quarterback, who people like Paul Grant and Justin Cummington have raved about, and that's what Villanova needs a good NFL legacy roots. And He's a 6'7 quarterback, it'll always be an advantage for him to see over everybody. Jalen Jackson, listen, he's done too much. Jalen Jackson has done too much. This guy, he gets reviews from everybody. Jalen Jackson has that, you know, he has it. Changa Hodge, Javon Jones, Des Boykins. I, I'm looking at this group because Javon Jones really was getting a lot. Of, you see uh, Coach Ferranti was giving him a lot of snaps. He was getting a lot of chances to make plays. He's 6'2". That's a very good possession receiver, athletic ability. Tenga Hodge, it's his time. It is his time. Explosive. Can stretch the field. Dez Boykin. Dez Boykin is the type of guy he can make. You're looking at K.J. Ham over there at Penn State. Dez Boykin is their version of him. He's a super, super guy. 199 all-purpose yards. Dez Boykin can play. All right, Simon Ben is is a big tight end. He's 6'4", six, 6'5", can, can catch. And now you're talking about another weapon over there. I mean, they can catch a long way, have a tie summer. another tall guy backing you up. Same size, both of y'all 6'5", big time. Offensive line, Kofia Epia. This guy can play. Kofia Epia is a big-time tackle. has been working hard for, for a minute. And now that Ethan Greenwich is gone, he slips right in there as the best tackle. Guard MJ Dumas has been improving. It's his time now. Paul Graden at the center position excelled there. Those three are close, and they're going to be the, the nucleus of this line. James Petrovic, the, the big-time recruit by them, gets his chance. It's on. Nicholas Torres, another big-time recruit that they got. Put him at tackle, big guy. Now you're gonna see. Um, I think these guys have it. I think this is it. Right now, as just speaking, just thinking, as we speak, those are starters right now. On defense, Mikey Taylor, Aaron Siegel, Malik Fisher. Siegel is the top-rated recruit of all time for Venova football through two four-seven. He's going to be there. He needs to be there to anchor the line. That's what needs to be. Malik Fisher is a terrible monster. Keep him rolling, and Mikey Taylor. Them two guys, I think they would make just just kill people. That would be a very good line. Then you look at Drew Riley, Trey Anderson, Keelan Hunter, and Amon Black. Everybody was productive. Everybody was productive. Everybody had big games. Big time recruit Trey Anderson. Drew Riley has been that guy. He's been the Keelan Hunter. They have excelled. And then Ayman Black, another big-time recruit. They are all ready. Jaquan Amos, Nawula Awu Petu. These guys can shut you down. Julian Williams and Christian Benford. This defense looks stout. This is who I'm predicting right now. This is who I'm predicting right now. This is, this is who I'm predicting. This, these are the guys I'm predicting. You know, I'm, based off... What they have done on the field, and who's next Villanova football is is, is they're definitely on their they're proud trying to lock down certain players to certain key key recruits. so I wouldn't be surprised at all to see something go down the way it is. I, I just wouldn't be surprised to see Villanova go to the next level. All right, um, listen, y'all. I just wanted to get at y'all real quick about Villanova, the football is going. How I got some articles coming, some more interviews coming. So I will be at y'all real soon. Um, rolling out of here, Villanova Radio. Once again, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I'm everywhere. Peace. <laughs>